Hello, and welcome to the Real Estate Marketing Masters Mix podcast, where each episode we share actionable strategies for amping up your real estate marketing game. And now, here's your host, Dave Cole. Thank you, Scott. Good morning. Today, we want to talk about marketing real estate where you can't market real estate. There's a way to work around it. It's not a loophole, it's nothing illegal. You just kind of have to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. One of the challenges with marketing, because of the change in the rules and regulations for what you can and can't say and do, is when you have a situation that involves a property located, let's say, in an ethnic community. Uh, Maybe it's only for people that are uh, have a lot of money or don't have much money and you can't really say that in your ad or in your presentation something that's in walking distance you have to say close to but you might not want to be able to address that or have that be a controversy so there's things like that also even if um, a property is or is not pet friendly sometimes those become problems so we're not here to tell you to break any laws or rules or challenge anyone just to share some ways to kind of work around that without really having it cause any trouble one of the big things with a property is in marketing a property that i see is that there are some agents and brokers out there that kind of do the same thing no matter what type of property they've got here's the basic information consider it and to me That is a big reason why a lot of properties stay on the market longer than they need to. They're not targeting the who would be the most ideal tenant to live there. So let's say that there's a property that's in a predominantly Asian community. There I said it. Now, it's not that we don't want Asians to live there. It's just they're the most likely fit. Again, you can't say that, and we're not telling you to say that. But it's a matter of knowing your audience. So there are no regulations against advertising the property and its various features in a publication or on a website that serves the Asian community, whether it's locally or even in other areas where someone might have an interest in looking at that property. So this is what we mean by getting around that. You want to kind of put yourself in the mindset of the most ideal potential buyer for that property and wonder how you can reach them without having to use any of these terms or any things that could be questionable. It might be uh, just for something like that, even where you spread the word, whether it's advertising or posting. Uh, And by posting, that could be online or even a physical note. If you remember the days, you know, some of these... um, Even retailers or churches or community centers may have a bulletin board where you could post something that maybe doesn't have your real estate logo on there, like a note. So using uh, the Asian example, or it could be any ethnic group, chances are there is a church or synagogue in the area of that house, or property I should say, or surrounding areas where a potential buyer or tenant might be interested. So why not try to just post a little note on the bulletin board at that religious 
uh, institution or community center, senior center, whatever it might happen to be, that, hey, there's a property available that has three bedrooms and two baths. You don't have to say who it's for, but if you're appealing to people of that ethnic group and they're going to know where that property is, hey, that's right in our area, or, oh, I know somebody that lives there, then you've accomplished your mission. That's the the point that we're trying to make. So you could post, as I say, on a bulletin board or somewhere in that area. Maybe there is some type of a publication or a mailer that goes out, or you could do a direct mail campaign that mentions nothing about the ethnic group or the financial situation, but only goes to that potential buyer or tenant that you are looking for. That's how you work around the system, and that's the information that we want to share with you today. <clears throat> that could also be the case for any paid social media posting. The ad can be as crisp and direct and as, shall we say, generic as you like, but it's who's reading it. Uh, for example, if you've got a lower-priced home that maybe needs some fixing up and might appeal to a first-time buyer, well, instead of you know just writing the same description as if you had a half-million-dollar property or advertising it in the same places as anything else, now you might want to put your advertising, your promotion, your posting, uh, whatever you might be using and whatever is effective for you, but try to reach that audience. Be where that audience is. So for a first-time buyer, it might be something to have in one of the publications that's maybe given out at a gas station, that type of thing. So those, and again, that's for a, a lower priced or maybe a lower income type of property. So you can kind of figure it out from there. Another one is when it is near, the, the property is near something, whether it's uh, shopping or certainly a particular school is of importance. So you cannot say it's walking distance of, some still say steps to, but you want to say close to. But again, it's the kind of thing to think it through. Okay, if you do want to promote a particular school or a particular location that the, the property is near, maybe there is a bulletin board, there's some type of print publication, there's a website that takes paid advertising. There's the ability to target that area on social media where everyone will know and you can say it's near Jones High School or, you know, major high school in the area, and people will know, oh, it's near Jones High School without you even saying it. This is what we mean by marketing real estate where you cannot market real estate. Finding the ways, it is that creativity to do. Pet friendly is another one. Um, some buildings will accept a cat, but not a dog, because they will allow pets that typically do not leave the house or apartment. So those are things to uh, be concerned about, and maybe you don't want to have your ad go into detail. And, you know, you can't say you can have a dog but not a cat or a cat but not a dog or whatever. That's, uh, you know, and I'm fine with pets. Just, again, Scott, making the point that these are the things. So in that case, let's say you want to appeal more to dog owners where it might be an advantage that they can have a dog in your property where they can't 
anywhere else on the block and things like that do happen these days so these are things to promote maybe there is some type of an event involving pets that you can sponsor those are the things to be thinking about and you're not saying hey this is specifically dog friendly or anything that could circumvent the uh, the regulations that are out there it's thinking about how you can reach the audience the right audience as a way to spread your message something to think about and again hopefully you're successful marketing real estate where you can't market real estate this is dave cole thank you for listening to the real estate marketing masters mix podcast with dave cole be sure to visit our website at davecole.com for more episodes with actionable strategies and to subscribe to future episodes. Please consider leaving a five-star review and sharing this podcast with someone who would benefit from this content. Thank you and see you next episode.